special holiday edition of All Your Parents Proud of You. I am your host, Matthew Schufreiter. And, and I'm your host, Connor Brown. Connor Brown? What are you doing here? Merry Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh my gosh, you finally got your wings. Yeah, I did. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Oh, God. Yes. So Connor is here. Connor is going to be joining me and Griffin. Griffin will be with us later on. Uh, but this is a very special extended episode. And we X-rated. thought what X-rated. We're going to talk about uh, porn. Mm-hmm. So we're going to share our recommendations, the best places to watch them. Oh, God. Some of our favorite actors, well, actors in parentheses. You know, you know, it's funny. Some people ask me, like, you always put the X split next to the episodes on when we put them up. But, like, you guys don't really talk anything bad. I mean, you swear a couple times, but... Matthew, the goal of this episode is oh, to God. actually... Oh, God. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, Connor, it's it, it's been interesting. You and I, you know, we have... After you left, it's not like we haven't stopped talking. And oh no! The first... no, no, I we... mean after our very tragic breakup story. Oh we... my god! Occasionally, we'd start to text, be like, "Hey, you up? Hey, new phone? Who dis?" And then it's right. like, we got a coffee one day, and we're like, you know what? Ugh, I miss this. Like, we ugh. we did get a coffee from from six feet apart. Six feet um, apart. Well, it was more like a beer. It was def. It most most definitely was a beer. I can't remember clearly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we we have we have kept up communication. We have not stopped. We don't hate each other, folks. We still do not hate each it's other. It's all a bit. It's all a bit. We're but acting. yeah, we're we're we can be really good actors. But yeah, it's been it's been a while since we've like actually had this face to face contact. Besides the I know. the usual text. So how are you? How have you been? Man, I've been pretty good. All things you know, obviously, all things considered, I've been busy actually with work um so I don't know if I said I probably have like I work with an event production company and we've adapted and we've done so many virtual events we actually have like three with corporates um next week so I'm basically packed every night um so I've been luckily making money which is always nice and I've also been trying to create my own content follow me on jgcbrown97 instagram um I have some reels and some IGTV stuff. I made a sock puppet. I was going to ask you. So let's tell us about the sock puppet because she is adorable. So oh, she's adorable, huh? Um, so, well, I, I t- I'm taking a class now and it's what helps me stay creative. It's basically create your own content class. We uh, connect once a week, share content, write stuff, make sure we have more stuff for the next week. And so I wrote a little, it was supposed to be originally like a dark Connor versus a good Connor and like kind of that the uh, super ego versus the id kind of the demon angel scenario. And then I was also like, but I really like the show Hand to God with the sock puppet. And I went, ooh, okay, what if it's dark Annie versus nice Annie? And so I made a sock puppet version of her with neon green socks some old sweater and cotton balls. Okay, this is, uh, 
what is Hand of God? I don't get, I've never heard oh of this. Oh my gosh, Hand of God is this awesome play. It's about a, basically it's set at a Catholic Sunday school and they're supposed to make hand puppets to help kind of cope with life and to share stories. But one puppet is possessed by Satan. Oh. It's so funny. It's okay. great. Hand of God. Okay, who wrote this play? Hand to God is written by Robert Askins. Robert Askins. Okay. So, and I'm curious, if we had to put Annie, your pup, in the year 2020, and she was on this podcast, and we asked her, how would she define this year? What would she say? Well, for Annie, she'd probably say magical, because Annie has been sort of in a box for a while, but 2020 has allowed her to come out and create some content. She made like a self-care little montage video early on, and now she's also selling Anigrams. So if you want Annie to give you a cute, positive message, she will. I hope she's, she's going to be one of those few people who you can go on like Facebook or something that says 2020 was my year. And everyone's be like, no, shut up. It was no, it was no one's year. Yeah, no, it was. Well, maybe it was Satan's year. Probably Satan's. Maybe you can even make a, make a, a, a case for president like Joe Biden. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. True, true. I'm, I, I'm curious. We did um, an election episode a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and we'll get in more. We'll get into more. We'll go more into that later. But I'm just sort of curious. You know, what was your impression of Joe Biden when he was running? And how did when he was running? When he was yeah, running? That's what I was literally I was thinking. Like, <laughs> well, he was adorable, an old man. <laughs> when he was, yeah, when he was running for president, and then he got elected. How do you, what are your thoughts on him? Good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what else? <laughs> Gosh, um, well, it was, was he your first choice? Um, I honestly don't, I don't think he was really my first choice, but I couldn't really tell you who was my first choice because when it, when it started to get like super serious, it was already basically like neck and it was already basically just Biden and Trump by the time I was like, okay. So it was very much like, all right, Obviously, we all have Avengers style. We all have to fight for this one man to get this other man. Do I even call him a man? Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 yeah. And so, and your thoughts on where we're heading now with a Biden Harris ticket now in everyone's hands? Yeah, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. That's probably the best way to to say it right were you were you out and about when he won and everyone just went oh my gosh yes so at least in chicago and i think kind of almost everywhere it was a gorgeous day out it was a beautiful day so it was already like the sun and the world were saying hey and so i live really close to andersonville and there were basically small car parades. People were honking their horns. Uh, people were out and about celebrating socially, you know. Uh, but yeah, this Andersonville was relatively quiet, of course, obviously during all quarantine and COVID. But it was the one day where everyone went, I'm going to celebrate today. I'm going to come outside. 
I was at the hashtag local Walgreens working. Yeah. And and I was just so mad at this one employee for just bugging the crap out of me with her constant questions. And so I go in the warehouse, long story. Uh, and I'm crushing the boxes. That's my job now. And box I, crusher. And I, box crusher. And I go on my phone. I see I'm in this group chat with some friends. And the first thing I see was, I'm so happy. And there was like 15 messages before that. I haven't read that yeah. yet. I'm like, I'm so happy. Okay, well, this person's never happy. So something usually, something's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I read all the messages and I'm looking and I'm like, oh no, no way, no way, no way. Looked it up. I'm having the party in the warehouse all by myself. Now it's a Walgreens. Oh, no yeah. one really, it's, it's 65 and above. I, I, I've, been, I've been called a socialist before by an old man for no reason, just because <laughs> I- Just I, by standing I'm, there. Just by standing and smiling underneath my mask. Hi, yeah. welcome to Walgreens. Socialist. So, so I'm like, Jesus. So that that was very exciting. But then I mean, going to the city later that night to oh, go yeah. with my other job, oh, the whole city was on crack. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I found out while I was working out. I was like, oh, yay. Um, but yeah, because it was such a shift when when Trump got elected. Like the city was basically mourning. And it was completely quiet and dead and then when biden was elected it was the complete opposite right it's beautiful yeah yeah so that i just wanted your thoughts and we'll obviously we'll get into more we'll get into more detail when griffin shows up political debate yeah i'm chris wallace welcome to that's my that's my bad chris wallace impression anyway um so i in my research about you i realized you've had a very interesting childhood. You you grew you you were born in Chicago. Correct. Your family your family currently lives in Atlanta. Correct. But you you didn't reside in Chicago after you were born. You moved all around the world. Correct. So, I so how and how what did your parents do I, to make this all happen? So I swam the whole time. That's how. Oh okay okay. <laughs> no yeah. So my dad works for Ernst and Young. And they've just wanted him to be moving around and help these establishments um, throughout the world, really. So, yeah, I was born in Chicago and really only lived there for five years. And then we moved to Japan and then we moved to London. Then we moved to Atlanta. And then that's where my parents are currently, still are. And then I moved back to Chicago for college. So that's my circle of... Chicago. Three home Chicago. What was, um, so what were you like as a child? And did you change because of the move of all the constant moving? Probably. I mean, it's always hard to say, like you, I do wish sometimes you could look at a mirror that has like a parallel universe. So you could see how different you would have been if you didn't, if I didn't travel or anything. So I would definitely say, um, by traveling, it's made me appreciate other people and cultures and not being trapped in this whole, you know, bubble. I can see everything. I, I see all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say, yeah, I think the traveling has definitely made me more aware, empathetic. Um, and I know also being an actor helps. I do wonder if I would have been. No, I would have been an actor. 
the whole time. <laughs> um, what was the question again? <laughs> How does it taste? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, did you, I mean, you you grew up traveling around the world. Yeah. Did you, I, I was just asking, you know, when do you think you got the bug to be a performer? I, so I pretty much, I think, was born with the bug of the performer, basically, because um, both of my parents actually did theater. They actually met at a production of Mikado at the cast party. So, and it's funny because Mikado is about um, Japan. Oh, oh, foreshadowing. Um, (laughs) But there's like home footage of me just dancing around at home and singing and playing pretend with my dolls. And I did like all I basically did every school performance possible. I did in second grade, third grade, um, even no, actually, even before that, I took dance classes and then I did choir performances and they did little musicals for kids and then I took drama classes and heck I majored in it (laughs) in collage so it's really hard to pinpoint the exact moment but I have done arts basically my entire life Mm -hmm. did you take a lot of these classes in Atlanta or in Chicago or was this these classes all around the world all around the world like in Japan oh that's awesome yeah like I took some dance classes in, if I'm pretty sure, in Chicago. Like, I think started some ballet and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, in Japan, the school I went to had the choir performances. I went to international schools, so they all spoke English and everything. Um, but, yeah, I took it in Chicago, Japan, Atlanta, London, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And did your parents want you to follow their footsteps and become a performer? Yeah, basically, they never really said like, hey, I want you, I, I want you to be a lawyer, make money. Like they're always been, they've always been very supportive and they love the arts. So they support and love that I'm doing the arts and they just want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm, I love and that I'm keeping up with it and go in for it. Right, right, for yeah. sure. Um, so also my research review, I found out that you are a big SpongeBob fan. And yeah. so, and so, and you, you, you made this really very sweet and emotional post about the creator of the show, Mr. Steven Hillenberg, who passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, okay, so, and I'm, go sorry, ahead. I, yeah. You can ask your question after, but it was so sad. It was when I saw that I was wearing the SpongeBob musical t-shirt and I was oh like, my oh god. my god, I <laughs> killed him. <laughs> what, what did that show? play a part in your life I think it had to be because of everyone involved right oh my gosh yeah like it's just such a funny show the humor and I think the main thing is I actually super related to Spongebob like his just whole youthful playfulness and that he's tech like he's a grown sponge (laughs) but he still just loves to have fun and be youthful and play blow bubbles eat ice cream just I related to that I consider myself just an adult child like you don't ever have to grow up blow those bubbles (laughs) I like that and I and from knowing you for the song you have not grown up in front of me not grown up no no I'm wearing a onesie for crying (laughs) out loud 
so then he decided um, to go to Columbia College, Chicago. And where in this point in your life, were you back in Atlanta or were you still around the world? Yes, I was back in Atlanta, luckily. Um, I do wonder what it would have been like if I was, for example, still in London searching for colleges, because I do wonder how that would have been if they would have known a bunch of American universities or not, or it would definitely have been harder for me to tour. But um, yes, I was in Atlanta. (laughs) Right. What, and what what made you want to go back to Chicago? Was there something about it that struck out to you? I think so, because I toured a bunch of places, um, various places. And when I stepped back into Chicago, I just went, yeah, I like Chicago. <laughs> Plus, I, another, th- another big perk was like my dad, my family also loves Chicago. So they love to come down, come, come up. Um, I knew people in Chicago already, um, some family members, some family friends, um, some other friends who went to like DePaul or Northwestern. So I went, you know, this is a very good place to start my new life. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like, I, you know, the inflection kind of makes sense because yeah. when you go to college, it's like, okay, is yeah. this what I'm going to be doing? Pizza rolls? Pizza rolls, ramen, Seven Eleven. Maybe that's just me. No, uh, I was the same. I had those. Pl- I had plastic bowls specifically for ramen, and then specifically for mac and cheese. When I was commuting, because I stopped living in Chicago after my freshman year, I would take the metro, and for some reason, my Seven Eleven was my go-to for lunch, coffee, snack. It was just convenient. Listen, and- you do what you got to do. Uh, here's my hot take. Mm. This, the 7-Eleven pizza is not that bad. I'd believe it. If This is what I tell people. If you don't think about it, it tastes pretty good. If you don't think about 7-Eleven and you just say pizza. Pizza. If you just ignore the fact that you're pretty much just eating a cardboard with some markers on it, yeah. then you're pretty good. Then you're pretty Sometimes good. if you get pepperoni... Hey. Paperoni. Paperoni. Um, so now you're in Columbia and you were an acting major from the start, right? Yes, I was an acting major from the start. And what was nice is so when in Atlanta, I went to an IB school, which is international baccalaureate. And it's in short, basically like AP classes, if you don't know. So it's just a bit more intense sort of a thing. Right. Um And so with that, I got some credits that I could take over to Columbia. So I didn't get to take math. Hell yeah. And and I had all this free space and time. So I decided to do two minors with my major. So I'm an acting major with a voiceover minor and also a video production minor. I I like that. and this is when you went to Columbia, you also took this approach to physical theater with Michael Brown. Michael um, Brown. So uh, my first part of my question is, for those who don't know what physical theater is, how would you describe it? Uh, theater that is more physical. There, thank you. Next question. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying, it's... I mean, 
not, I mean, it is kind of that as in, so a lot of times with physical theater movement, um, some dance or basically with physical theater, it's less of a emotional acting. Like I'm portraying a person. It's more, I am portraying an emotion or a feeling or a concept or a situation. I'd say probably. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's, <laughs> you're still thinking. <laughs> still thinking. It's like, you know, when we met for realism, there's nothing. Yes, there is physical, there's physicality into it. Yeah. But that like was how, how do you, how would a normal person in this time of Hedda Gabler throw water at someone? Right. Yes. Versus Everyone, with physical theater, it's like, I want to throw this water. I to want to be the tidal how, wave. Yes. Exactly. I am the throne water. <laughs> yeah, so you took this uh, approach, this physical theater approach with Michael Brown. Was this during your time at Columbia? Yes. So, yes. <laughs> it was one of my... Uh, so what Columbia does is that you basically have, like, theater foundations, an acting one, and then an acting two, and then for your acting threes, you get to branch out and choose a specific approach or style so I did realism and then (laughs) complete opposite physical theater (laughs) Um, but yeah so I um, also main reason why let's be honest I took physical theater with Michael Brown is because I love Michael Brown Michael Brown I one of of these days we're gonna get him on this show please um because yeah because I he was my theater foundations teacher and so he was like my first Columbia teacher okay you know what's cute so Go ahead. Michael Brown was one of my first theater foundations teacher and Stephanie Shaw was also my first like play director because I was in her first new stew, what, like the new stew and she directed it. And then I had both of them my senior year. Oh my God. It, there's so a they, full circle. A full, listen, the episode title is the circle of Connor. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had, they saw me grow from BB Connor to adult Connor. <laughs> Baby, baby Connor to baby adult Connor to adult Connor. <laughs> There's this question that I, when we had um, Taylor and Danae back on the show a couple weeks ago, the one thing I asked her was, "What's one thing you notice about yourself that's changed during your time at Columbia?" Like for me, for example, I said, "I know I'm asking hard hitting questions, yeah, Connor." <laughs> I said, "Like you know, for me, I listened more." I stopped thinking more about myself and l- learn and listen to everyone around me. Mm. I, huh. That, I think maybe kind of weirdly, I might be kind of the opposite of you as in, cause I used to be, and I still am, but like so much more of the listener type, the introvert, just kind of, I absorb the information but I'd say more now I'm more like, okay, I need to think about, I need to speak up. I need to voice up. I need to know that Connor has a place too. Right. No, that's, uh, yeah. And it changes for everyone. I, I, I like yeah. that. Did, did, did you, were you, does that come in like the form of a shyness or you were so wor- or uh, what was it you think? Yeah, probably my shyness. I'd say I, I, and I think this is just like a gradual thing too. Cause I was 
very shy, like in Japan. I think that that was just I was the meek type. And then now just seeing so much more now, being able to kind of establish myself more and take the initiative and be like, all right, I'm going to create this since this is what I want to do, sort of a, a mental state, you know? Right. Right. And back to that shyness, did it just come from the performing or do you think something woke it up? I don't really know. Because I mean, I still consider myself an introvert anyway. Um, but I, it might just be more, I think it's less of the performing, but just also just more of the people I, I know and I met probably through the performing, but more right. just seeing other people, seeing how comfortable they are, um, just, and seeing how they take the initiative and being more comfortable with people. Mm -hmm. Like one of my favorite artists I'm currently listening to right now is David Byrne from the Talking Heads, mm. uh, which, which if you go to Columbia, that's like a go-to music playlist I found out because anytime I play like, you know, Psycho Killer or mm -hmm. Burning Down the House, every teacher is like, great song. I'm like, oh, okay, you were around during Thank that you. time. Yeah, exactly. But he, but he does, he talks a lot about how he was this incredible shy kid. And even now at 68, 69, he still is incredibly shy, but then he goes up on stage and mm -hmm. he will just let loose. He was, he was so known for wearing this overinflated suit like and he wouldn't care he'll be dancing around it and then he'll come down off stage and he'll be in his shell and oh, he yeah, still I'm he the still same. doesn't know what happens yeah I'm the same yeah like it's there's just something about performing that energy explodes and then it's like I come back home after the show and I just want to sip on tea I just want to sip right. on tea watch tv don't want don't don't talk to me have you ever ha have you ever like this is going to sound, let me explain after my question. Have you ever like blacked out during a performance? Like when you, you're so into it and you can't, and then you come off stage and yeah. you're like, what did I just do? No. Yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. Yes. Even sometimes, man, sometimes auditions when you're like really in that monologue, you're like, oh yeah. And then you go, oh, I think it went well. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's the thing is sometimes you, you know, you just, and then there's sometimes you, you're in it and you go, well, I felt good, but. Uh. Right. My, my first time ever doing a lead role uh, was George Bailey in It's Wonderful Life. And that opening night, I know, I, that I seems to be my go-to show. Um, I, I, I I Just look at me. Listen, um, everyone's got that show. Everyone's got that show. But that opening night, I was so nervous going up to it. And then I just go on stage. And maybe about like after like 20 minutes, I can't remember the rest of the show. Even till this day, I can't remember what happened. I remember doing a couple scenes and then I left. And then I remember walking off stage, going down the stairs, nearly collapsing and be like, what the hell, what just happened? I had to sit down for a couple minutes and sort of gain my composure. Cause I don't know. I still can't remember. You were possessed happened. by George Bailey. I, I was possessed by Jimmy Stewart, which fun fact, he died on the day I was born. Well. You're well, there's two. I was guess I was gonna say I guess there was two tragedies that day. <laughs> That's terrible. No. But yeah, I. But even after the show, and we're having this opening night reception, and there's people coming up to me, I'm just like I'm having my head down, 
And I said, oh, well, thank you. I, I'm just so out of it. I can't remember what just happened. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get drunk very often. I've only been drunk once my you whole were life. drunk on theater. I was drunk on something that night. Uh. Drunk on Bailey's. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that, that's that. <laughs> so then you, so you, so back to you as a Columbia. So you took this acting approach, and you, you, it was going well. And then you took this voiceover approach, um, and this video photography—not photography, this video production, production yeah. uh, minor. Yeah. Um, did that come from anywhere? Or it's just something you're like, oh, what the hell? No, yeah, I actually enjoyed making films, and I honestly could not tell you what started that but I remember just times I was like oh can I make a film instead sort of a thing for some projects uh well maybe okay maybe it was YouTube that inspired it because I wanted to I remember like middle school I was like I want to be a YouTube person (laughs) I want to make YouTube videos (laughs) um and that's no longer (laughs) Um, so I think that would be what kind of started the bug. And I used to just make stuff on iMovie all the time. And so when I was able to do it in college, I was like, oh, I can actually make this a professional thing and more of a career. And yeah, so I took video production and now I have a, oh, and, oh, and another thing as well was that I did know that I really enjoy creating my own stuff. So by taking video production, I would learn how to edit, fine tune that way. So if I ever wanted to create something, I would be able to. I could act. I can edit it. I can voice over it. <laughs> I just kind of wanted the whole kit and caboodle so that if I wanted to make some stuff, I could do it. Right. Right. That's fun. and that's and this is like now part of the this is now part of the, their job now, right? Yeah, basically. I um yeah. <laughs> that's, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of my job now. I with with my event production company too, uh, we started this new little social media series that we film on Zoom and then I edit it. Um, and then also, yeah, I, during quarantine, needed some more money. So I sold myself in the job of editing, obviously. So if people want editing services, I can do that. And also by creating my own content, like my puppet video, I edited that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you have a stroke now? Just do that. I added did, 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 did. Oh god. Oh god. Um, before we even go any further, I mean we, we talked about the year a lot for you. Um we are now in this mix of this pandemic where there is hope at the end of the tunnel because as we are recording this, the vaccine has been approved. The yeah. uh, Pfizer vaccine has been approved. And is yeah. I th- I think is everywhere now. It has not been done. It has not been people haven't used it yet. But it's it's arrived in the most states. I know in Chicago and Illinois we have it. Um, nice, yeah, yeah. So where where is your hope? Where do you see in Connor's world the the future of the country, the future of theater? You know, are we ready to go back into a theater yet? Uh, who knows but I mean I say the hope I guess we'll say the glimmer of hope is the fact that everyone has been adapting and that it's 
even though, you know, like Broadway shut down, you can't really all gather in a theater. Um, theater companies were doing outdoor theater pieces during the summer when it was beautiful. People are doing virtuals, plays on Zoom. Like I apparently someone's doing like an, an immersive Zoom theater experience, which is awesome. So I guess my, yeah, it's what's hopeful is that we're, things are still going on. Like things are still right. happening. And because of the vaccine and all this, that eventually we'll be able to get back onto the stage in front of groups of people. Oh, I can't wait. Touch other people. Oh my God. It's, is it, it's so weird. Yeah. You yeah. Know, as, as someone who's done two now productions on Zoom, and how and I've complained about how much I find it annoying. Yeah. How uh, is what is it like? How is it like? So how? the two the two shows I've done mm-hmm. are so different. The first one I did, it, we did it at the director was going to film it like a movie, mm-hmm. but we had to had a green screen, and then it was not going to be me looking at my camera. It was going to be me looking away, and the director was going to edit me and my other actor to make it look like we're in the same room. So that was really difficult because I'm standing, so I'm standing and I can't look at the camera. So I don't know what my scene partner is, is doing. Doing. I have to just hear it. So I'm just like, I'm making this up as I go on choices and objectives. And it was, and it was, it was fine. I, I had nothing against the director the playwright yeah. the actors it was uh it was just a it was a, it was fun but this is not what I wanted and of course this is not what I want I did not want to be in my bedroom recording no. me who, doing who these does? plays I mean this was going to be done in person I I was casted god maybe the first week of March I we're remember to start, yeah. we we're supposed to start I think on the 20th of mm-hmm. March and it didn't happen, but I'm, I'm glad that these plays were were seeing and heard. Um, yeah. Now, the other one I'm doing, which, folks, you can actually see, because there's a performance of it tonight at 5 o'clock on December 20th. Uh, it's, called ba- it's called Bad Daughters with Possibilities Theater Company. They are so much fun. And we are doing a real-time play, meaning... We're, uh, we are recording this, these plays all around our houses. So if we have a scene that takes place in the kitchen, then I'm going to be in my kitchen in my house. Um, and it is stressful. It is thrilling. And it's, it's exciting. And it's a lot of fun. Um, everyone has been awesome. The Bad Donner is about this. Uh, uh, it's about this family. The dad has been diagnosed with cancer. The daughter has come home from Paris and has and has brought her girlfriend, but her parents don't know that she's gay. Uh, there's a brother who's about to get married, and he's the younger brother, so he's trying to um, show what he's made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is a great piece of theater. It's a stressful piece of theater just because, again, we are recording this in our houses. Yeah. And it's that's been very weird but i can't wait to see what the the, the final results are so yeah uh, it's like it, it's all about experimenting oh yeah so is it, it's, it's 
sorry so is it, it's like um live performances mm-hmm. interesting so we're gonna have it's gonna be on the zoom mm-hmm. we're gonna have people on but their cameras are not gonna be on so i'm just gonna have the only, the only cameras gonna be on out of the actors the on actors, the yeah. stage um and it's but what's even weirder is only half of us are from chicago everyone else is from uh texas philadelphia yeah i think kentucky i think is where a few of them are from so we're all doing this on different time zones so it that's been that's fun for them for them it's seven to ten but six to nine my time and yeah it's late in there so it's been weird but fun sometimes weird is fun it, it, weird is the new fun i think in yeah. 2020 uh <laughs> kind of yeah but i guess it's also right. kind of going what you said a little bit of another glimmer of hope is that you don't have to just stick with you know the chicago acting community it seems now with all the virtual things is you can open up and meet other actors and other places and oh god yeah make a it, piece it, of art everyone on this show is so wonderful and we're all different ages. We're all different. We all come from different backgrounds of theater. Like the actor who plays my fiance, she is a doctor, and she okay. currently is she is currently studying the vaccine right now. Ooh, wow! When she wrote that in her bio, I said, "I think she just kicked our asses, guys." When it comes to the bio, <laughs> bio portion, because she just she just laid down the truth that she's try- she's trying to find the vaccine. Meanwhile. I'm doing plays in my bedroom right, right. now. Um, yeah. you, you know what's interesting? I said what? a lot on. <laughs> I said a lot during this um, run of our season, this season. Is I feel like I've became a better artist than a better actor during this whole pandemic. What about you? What do you think you become? A, what's something you become better at? Yeah, I mean, I guess kind of the same thing. Like the idea. Now, okay, so yeah, I become a better artist than an actor because I feel like especially now, kind of not to sound bad towards people, but with the, all this virtual stuff, is it's hard to just be an actor. You kind of have to be able to do more. You have to be able to find the blank background or you know create the green screen and but also do the lighting and be your own director for self-tapes and also do your sound editing and yeah you just you ha- you're you have to basically be able to be the artist and create everything <laughs> now right. and then yeah just also specifically with the new content that I'm making I'm trying to create stuff and not just act in it but to be the cinematographer and the editor and the special effects coordinator. <laughs> I th- like. I feel like I've became such an actor. Like a better. I have to have a producer hat on. I've had to mm-hmm. have a technical yeah. director hat on. I don't yeah. have. I don't have a ring light like most actors do. I don't no, have a same. camera stand. I same. so for, for like a lot of these like the show we did on the green screen. I've had couple books to put up my mic i've had a laundry basket where i could put my laptop on mm-hmm. and i've been just using my desk and mm-hmm. so and my desk is usually moved around so i had to move my desk just so i can have this blank wall behind me yeah so it, it's it's the most tedious technical director portion i have oh, ever yeah. done in my whole life 
let's see, for me, I have a drying stand, like a drying rack that I pull out, then I put a couple boxes on it, and then I use a tape roller to put my phone against so that it stands up straight. Mm. Um, I open up all my windows for some natural lighting. I use a blue bed sheet. I hang over some pictures. Right. Um, and then even if I do any voiceover, I have a shoe rack in my closet, like one of those kind of like from Ikea or something where you can put shoes in holes. And I put the microphone in there. And then I put some sweaters in that too. And then I put a robe over my head and <laughs> some side things. And I close my closet door. That's awesome. Um, I just want to let you know, Griffin's about to come. A wild Griffin. Griffin Hi, I just woke <laughs> up. Oh, yeah. What time is it in uh, Seattle right now? It is 9.49 a.m. Jesus, Chris. Oh that is, God. that is for me, that is very early. Yeah, right. Gr- well, Griffin, we were just talking about we became better artists during this pandemic because we haven't been able to do much theater. How about for you? What if you think you've become a better, what's something you've become better at? What's a better? Oh man. I don't know. Um, deep, deep I mean, questions. I've definitely, I've definitely gotten uh, better at editing this podcast. during the <laughs> Should, should we just dive into behind the scenes of season three of all your parents proud of you i mean yeah we we can yeah uh, griffin Grif- griffin in one word how does it feel that connor's gone oh it's okay you can be honest that's that's the honest. word Aww. oh <laughs> my, my, how, okay, how many a's how many w's how many h like <laughs> it's, my, it's okay it's, it's okay mine's been oof Okay. <laughs> Mine's been ah. Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, that, uh, that's how you. That's how you feel having this much free time, right? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a learning experience. I mean, Griffin and I, we probably see each other. What every couple weeks now we meet on Zoom. Yeah. Well, I mean, I talk to you at least every week because we always have to put out an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some. But like we we meet we sometimes record our intros all in one day, so we probably meet every. Couple yes, weeks we on, usually on try Zoom. to yeah crank out several intros and outros at a time. Smart, smart. Um, or or sometimes you know just call an extra Zoom meeting because I need Matt to say one like uh, sentence. Oh, t- talk about that. Screwed. Talk I don't even about. Know. This was for Claire's episode. Do you remember Claire Taylor, who we had? On. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I just came back. I just came back from work, and do you remember you called me during the Bears and Buccaneers game? Oh yeah, we were watching the football game, and I was trying to finish up Claire's episode, and we got. I think it was I had finished the initial edit, and we had gotten notes back from Claire, and I guess I think we like in the intro said the wrong like state that she was from. Was that yep. right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what the mistake was, but we were supposed to fix it to to say that she was actually from New Jersey. I don't remember yep. what we said instead. I think and, we said Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. But I didn't we didn't have like a clean uh recording of Matt saying that, but you said the word New Jersey 
in a different part of the intro so i was trying to like splice it together to make it sound complete and it just was not working it just every it it <laughs> the best i could do was it it just sounded like she is from new jersey <laughs> and, that's so funny and finally i gave up and i called matt and i'm like matt get on get on zoom i need i literally need you to record one sentence i and it was like 11 o'clock my time i'm about to go to bed too and you're like yeah it was late (laughs) and so i just had to say the word she is from new jersey like five different times yes yeah i made him say it a few a few times like i don't know what voice acting is like i think this is the closest thing to it well that's yeah yeah but otherwise we've had prob i've had problems with recording from my house i've had my leg lamp fall during an episode yes uh, that is true oh no when we when we, when we the best part is how slow it was we when i had gabe freeze on i was i had my shelf uh on and so and the on gabe's talking i can see in the corner of my eye my leg lamp just slowly falling over and i'm like if gabe doesn't see it then i'm not gonna see it and then it's falling 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 and then on the ground and Gabe like looks up he's like uh I was like yeah hold on let's let's yeah (laughs) and I had I had I had to to share that with Griffin yeah you like sent me the entire video of it just because you really wanted me to see your your leg lamp falling over well why not (laughs) Griffin 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 watch this watch this Griffin Griffin look at it look at look at it it's gonna be be on YouTube it's funny, I, I thought he was sending me, like, just a clip of the lamp falling over. No, nope. he sent me the entire video of the whole call. Oh, buddy. And I, I was like, I was like, what? You think I'm going to comb through this just to watch your I told you when, when you I- take your phone and you do this during the part yeah. that's important, and then you go, hey, Griffin. Exactly. Just, just like, take a Snapchat of it or something. Yeah. It's so easy. I told, I told you the time limit, though. Time okay. limit? The time limit? The time, you mean the time, the time stamp? The coffee's wearing off, people. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, otherwise, we had, we, what else happened? I decided to record oh. in my family room, and my dogs were, when I had earlier on, the aerial on, that was the first episode we did. Oh, yeah. That, um, yeah, that, that one... <laughs> I had to do a lot of work on that one in post. Oh no! Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Was, I don't. That, the dogs that kept barking, and and so there was something. I that was the one. I think there was something odd going on with Ariel's audio. I have no where idea. Every time when she would talk, I don't know what caused this. I have no idea. But there was this weird, like droning, bassy sound that kept coming through, and it and it was super distracting. So I basically had to uh, try and remove all of the bass tones from the interview, um, which made it all just sound just a little bit weirder. But we made it work. Well, yeah, what I can tell you was I decided to record that at 11 o'clock in the middle of the day because I thought, all right, my dad's working. My brothers are in school. Mm -hmm. I can have this room to myself. But I forgot I had dogs. And I forgot that it was their lunchtime. So now they're barking. They have to go outside. They want food. 
and then also 11 o'clock is my dad's lunchtime. So if you, if you, in the video version. The microwave, the beep, 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 beep. No, you can actually just see him like in the background making a sandwich. Oh, in the background. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, if you go on the Instagram at Parents Proud Podcast, you can one of the first episodes with Arrow in the background, you can see my dad just making the sandwich. Uh, you know what you need to do? Like, what's up? Just find some of those iconic moments from the recordings and just put them on Instagram. <laughs> I, I, I sort of, I, I want like, I saw to you kind of did a little bit of that, but yeah, yeah it's then true. T- and then time just got away. Yeah. It was now. Yeah. I got we got I, yeah, very busy. But, yeah. Well, and we're now went to, you know, before we were putting out episodes every like two weeks. Yeah. But this season, every week. Every week. We only we skipped one week, and that was the week of Thanksgiving. We skipped one week. It was oh. technically technically it was the week before Thanksgiving. It was the weekend yeah, right. right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um but yeah, we we were like, oh man, we we need a break. Yeah. So um, and then I'm, and then after this, we're gonna have a, another break for well, for for good reason. It's for the holidays. holidays. Yeah, it's the holidays, but we'll be back in. We'll be back in 2021. Yeah, early 21, we'll be back with more episodes. Uh, I think we just need it. We need a break. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. need oh, a break. Yeah. You need a break. We've been. It's been you know. I've loved doing this show during this entire fall, but yeah, when we had Jonathan Barry on uh, last week, I um, recorded that a couple of weeks ago, and I was just pretty burnt out. Um, but that's all right. Yeah, I remember we, we were we were doing. I think we were doing intro outros before, like the night before the interview, and you're and you're like, I got, I have, I have to interview Jonathan Barry tomorrow, and I could tell you were like a little nervous. I was a little nervous. Um, he's a big, he's a big time director. Yeah, but it was a really. I hey, I listened to that interview. It was really good, and he seemed like I, a really cool guy. He was. I also have never said the words, Jonathan. You gave my class the most, the the most helpful middle finger in the world. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was funny. Connor, Connor, I don't think I told you this story. No, I? I don't think so. so. So bef- the week before the sh- before everything went to hell, I was part of this audition workshop presented by Meg Thalkin at Columbia College Chicago, uh, and she brought Jonathan Barry to be one of these uh, two people to watch us uh, act, and uh, we did it. And he said to all of us, "There was a lot of good stuff in all of you, but overall, you all need work." And we're all like, "Shit! Wow! That was that was, that yeah. was helpful." But it, oh, it, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm so and much so better I just, now. I just said to him, you know what? That you that was a middle finger, but it helped and made us better. And he lo- he lost it. He's like, I'm gonna put that on my resume. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. What else? Oh, so when we had Kevin Pollock, the Chicago Kevin Pollock, right, Griffin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We haven't made enough jokes about that yet. <laughs> So when he he came on, he's he 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 had he told me what time are we doing this? I told him the time. He's like, okay, if we're gonna do it at that time, I have thirty minutes. And I was mm. like, ah, crap. Okay. So I was like, and I haven't done doing my research yet about him. So I was like, 
all right, we're going to do it now then. So I just said, here, jump on. And then I just was like, all right, I'm just going to just have the resume in front of me and just uh, see what I can do. So that was a little bit, that was a bit stressful after that. So they, that, that whole interview was just like on the fly, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. That was cool. Yeah, a lot about the Zoom and movie things. We did, we did talk about Zoom and the movies. I'm actually hosting a Zoom and the movies tonight on the 20th. I saw. Yeah, we're going to be doing It's a Wonderful Life. And uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to play George. I'm going to play George Bailey. Of course it is that. And of Of course course you're George Bailey. Of course he's George. He couldn't, he... I don't think I, he physically could play a different character if he wanted to. Well, I played Mr. Potter last year. Yeah, but in your head, Harry you were still Potter. George. Harry Potter. Henry F. Potter. Uh, um, so I'm trying to think what else happened. I had We had Bart Shadow be very vulnerable when we had him yeah, on. That was a really yeah. good episode. That was... Um, that was emotional, man. It was. It was. That was also... I believe our longest episode of uh, yeah. of the season. So, like, when we we had a meeting back in July, him and I, and Griffin, go, we pretty much said something like, "Okay, if we're doing these many episodes and we're not taking any time off, these have to be an hour max." And I was like, "Yes, sir." And then we had Bart Chateau, and that was what an hour and a half, an hour and twenty. Yeah, Matt called me. Matt called me and and was like, Griffin, I I did a bad, I I did a long one, and I was like, all right, that fine. That's your free, that's your that's your free, yeah, that's your freebie. Yeah, I don't think anything weird happened other than that. Um, um I, I can't how remember. Have, how have all the guests been, as in regards to like understanding the situation and through Zoom and stuff? They have been, I think what's been beneficial is the fact that because of this pandemic, everyone has a lot of free time. Yeah. Like Jonathan, Jonathan, I thought was just a long shot just because he is this big time director. um, And I thought he would just say no, but he had a lot of free time on his hands. He's like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Um, Bart Chateau was a, a long shot just because he's on Broadway and he's busy in New York or and he and he's never heard of me so the jeff ginsburg one Je- we were trying to get jeff ginsburg as a guest i remember back yeah. in since, since we that was started like back in season, season one. one yeah since yeah. we were trying to get him on and yeah he, and and finally we got him and during during the pandemic yeah and listen sometimes it takes a whole pandemic to get jeff ginsburg i guess yeah. so and he's a hard he, man to reach I guess so. He's a lovely man, I must say. Um, he's just so nice to talk to, and he and he's like the, he's so whimsical. Like when I Very when I whimsical. said to him, I said like, "How has this pandemic been for you?" He's like, "Oh my gosh, it's been so joyous for me. I've learned so much. I I've been in contact with everyone I've seen, and it, they've been wonderful. I'm loving this." And I was like, "All right, Jeff, good for you." <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things about this time with everybody being on zoom now yeah we're 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 more separated than ever but we're also more connected than ever yeah yeah and i think and there's just a vulnerability with it too just because 
and I, the, the same thing when you're in person as well. Like we've had a lot of vulnerable moments when we were recording in person, yeah. but I, I even think there's something about just being on a screen and, and be like being in your own home too. Yeah. Right. That you just feel, I don't know. You just, you just feel all the emotions come. You feel at home. You do feel at home. You do feel at home. Like I get, I'm always surprised when I listen back to a lot of the episodes where I've guessed it said, I feel getting emo- like I'm getting emotional right now. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's, we're, we're not trying to make you feel that way, but that's just on you. Oh, wow. Tell me more. I, I, it happened when Ariel, when we were just talking, when we were talking about this performance she did, and I just asked her about it and she got into it and she, and she just stopped. She says, oh, wow, I, I, I'm getting emotional just talking about it right now. Yeah. And I literally just go, oh, <laughs> like I wasn't trying to be rude. I wasn't trying to make fun of her. I was just like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect this to happen. <laughs> oh, even like when Bart was talking about his son, that was, that just came out of left field. Like I just said, you know, if this part of your career, which scares you. And he talks about how he's afraid of, of not being there for people or not feeling important anymore. And he mm-hmm. talks about his son and it's just like, wow, yeah. we, d- we didn't, yeah. I wasn't, that, that wasn't the answer I was hoping for or expecting more or less. If, but my one friend, she said, you know, that's good stuff. That means you opened up something inside of them that they, that people, that, they thought they couldn't open up to during an interview. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had Griffin, we had Maui Jones on uh, last month and his story is incredible. I don't know if you listened to that episode, Connor, uh, but it, the story of him and his mom is, and how he does this Ted talk and his mom is on stage and he can't help but not keep looking at her this entire time. Cause it's her story as much as about his. Yeah. Oh, so it was so good. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on too much. And I'm like, no, this is, this is gold. No. This is great stuff. No, sometimes guests will be like, oh, I'm, I'm just rambling on too much. And it's like, no, that's, that's why we, you're here. That's what we want. Yeah. We want you yeah. to keep talking about you. <laughs> right. Like, I don't like, because if, because if you don't talk about you, then Matt's going to. <laughs> yeah. And I, Listen, I do my damn research, man. Okay, I, uh, you I, do, I, yeah. you do. There were a couple times I can't remember like which guest specifically, but there were several times uh, this season uh, where where Matt would ask a question and people were like, "Wow, you've done your research. How do you well, know about well, this?" When we had Daniel Westheimer on after we recorded, he goes, "You ever see the show Hot Ones?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's like, "You're like a." You're a young Sean Evans in the making, my friend. I was like, oh, Aww. okay. Looks That's, like you I'll just get some, get some chicken wings. I know, and, and, start I just, your, and start losing your I hair. I was going to say, start <laughs> losing my hair. Uh, I think I am losing my hair. We'll be, I, let's, let's see. Oh, I hope not. Your hair is lovely. If you, I, I mean, if you lose it, hey, at least you'll still have like a mustache or shit like that. I had a mustache for half the recordings and I felt bad when in the emails, the zoom links, I wrote PS. I apologize for my mustache just because I didn't want people to see it, but I had to. to (laughs) Don't, don't sell yourself short, Matt. Your mustache is one. You, you, you honestly, like, I don't know anyone like certainly like in our age group that grows a mustache as good as you do. Right. Stash. 
I yeah. like when we had Carl Haukong, he was my former English teacher and I haven't seen him in five, six years. And he couldn't stop like asking about the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, so why do you have that? That just looks, look at that. Even when I, like, I, when even I posted about it, the first thing he commented was not even thanks for having me on or what a great episode. He just goes, look at that mustache. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, because he had he ever seen you with a mustache before? Like, no, he's seen me with like facial hair when I come to visit like the high school before I went to college. Yeah. I had a little bit, I had a bit of a beard. But other than that, no, I never had a mustache. But, nice. Yeah. Griffin, so, Griffin, let's talk about so the election episode we did. I like that one. Oh, Even yeah. For, the, for, for, you know what's talk, crazy? I, I like forgot we did that at one point. Like, like li- when we, we, you called me like, I don't know, a couple of days ago when we were talking about setting this recording up and you're like, oh, we should talk well, like, oh, I'll talk to Connor about like the, the election thing. And I was like, oh yeah, we did that. <laughs> I, I legitimately had forgotten about it. What, what made it funnier was it, I, I texted you about it on a Friday, about the Friday of the election week, not day, week. And so, because yeah. we were both, I think we were both expecting a longer wait time than what we got. We, because then he got, he won the next day, and I was like, "Well, crap." Yeah, I remember. I I remember. I remember sitting in bed uh, and and watching Georgia turn blue right before I went to bed. It was so funny, like because the whole election week. It was just seeing all this, seeing all the states turn and all the fun memes about them and kind of like the highlights of each night being like, all right, what's happening today? Come on, come on. Oh, yeah. This day. Right. Oh, yeah. Yay. What, what what were you guys doing on election night? Were you watching the news or were you just I was watching? I was watching the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I was panicking. <laughs> I was editing the epi- oh, our episode. I think, I think we played D&D before that, too. Nice. We were That's just like we're, we're like we're not. Mm. I'm actually playing D and D later today. Oh yeah! I was I was up late last night planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, should should we mention how we lost the time for two questions, Griffin? You lost the document. We yeah, lost we the lost document. the document. We don't know where it is. After the Bart episode, from there on out, that every question I'm asking, I'm just pulling out of my butt. Yeah, Matt. Matt's actually been like freestyling it for the last like five, six so, episodes. Five, six episodes. I've been just doing a lot of the questions. Are you looking for it yeah. right now? You know what? If you took it, if anyone could find it, it's, it's Connor. Connor. Yeah, well, if, I think it's if, I, if well, more like if Connor can't find it, then we know we've really lost it. Oh, right. How much want to bet Connor took it with her on her way out? Wait, would now be a good time to talk about the uh, the one the time for two question that had to be cut? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, with Carl Halk. Yes. Um, so, so the question I keep coming up with recently was. Is Alex Trebek the greatest game show host of all time? And for the most part, everyone said yes. Now, we recorded Carl Houck's episode weeks before Mr. Trebek passed away. 
And what did he say, Griffin? He said no. He said no. He said no. Alex Trebek is not the greatest game show host of all time, which is, you know, His fair opinion. enough. That's a that's a valid opinion to have. Except yeah. that by the except- time that episode was actually supposed to go up, he had just passed away like the week before. And I, I like, remember yeah. like sitting there editing it. And just the second I heard it, I was like, nope, you got to cut that. Yep. There's that, no that way was... we, I can't, I, I cannot in good conscience. <laughs> For the sake of Alex. Yeah. 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 It, but... uh, yeah. it is funny. Yeah. There are a lot of, there are a lot of times when time for two ends up being more like time for one minute time. and 45 seconds <laughs> time it's always minute. yeah or or there'll be something like you know sometimes we'll have guests who who will pause a little bit longer yeah when they're answering the time for two questions and i'll, I'll just have to cut to be like ah, i have to i have to shrink the space but it won't be two minutes anymore yeah sometimes That's i'm just fine. like well who cares i, no, I don't I, think anyone is literally going all right timer while it's I'm true if yeah it's true if anyone out there is like timing it and like trying to call us out um editing <laughs> yeah like to get a life <laughs> heard that everything cinema sins or, presents everything actually, wrong. you know what if if someone actually was de- dedicated enough to do that i'd probably be really happy and then that person <laughs> Uh, especially if that person were then to email us at our oh my, at our email parentsproudpodcast at gmail.com. Th- this is when I lost it the most, is when we every time we record an outro and we had to mention the, the email and how yeah, impressive I, I, Griffin gets. I just decided I was gonna make that a bit that like every time we plug our social, I was just gonna gonna really slam home that email address i just i want just a fan mail a holiday email i know i just want people to email us just say hi we've got say i found you right even if it's like i know where you live and i'm going to come in and rob you in six hours like just something we've gotten one we've gotten one email this entire time i won't say who that like was an actual email the, most of the emails we get on that one is just Apple or Spotify or something it's else. Something yeah, it's pop, just like the streaming stuff. platform. Yeah. I have used the email to like email big time guests. Yeah, is now the time when we talk about all the the big name guests that Matt went out on the limb to try and yeah, get? Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, John Cusack. Uh, oh, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. Uh, Richard Kind. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Oh, oh, I would so badly want Richard Kind on the show. Yeah, I tried. He's doing a. He's he's doing. He's in Kevin Pollock's uh, virtual <laughs> festival, the one we promoted. Remember? Yes. Yeah. I, I which, do. folks, it's happening right now. The festival is going on now. It's finally happening. Wait, like it, right, it, right now? Yes. Twenty today. It, it's going from I think it right started, the day that it currently is December twentieth. It started I think like maybe the fifth or second I don't know but now it's going to go till the twenty fifth. They want to add more plays. They want to get a crisp a cute couple of holiday plays in. So it's going on right now. 
look for them, New Works Virtual Festival. Uh, Richard Kind Griffin just went up uh, a couple of weeks ago. I should uh, send it to you. He has, yeah, send he has, me that link. I got it. I love, I love Richard Kind. He has a giant beard now. It's really weird. Really? I've never seen Richard Kind with a beard before. I can send you the pic. Uh, who, so yeah, I got hit, I tried to go for him. I went for Iro Glass from This American Life. Uh, uh, I just there reached- is the one that that you still haven't heard back from, uh, unless you did. Dave David Byrne. No, I I did not hear back from David Byrne. <laughs> okay, so it's still possible. It is. I here's the thing: the Jeff Daniels, the Iro Glass, and the David Byrne. I haven't heard from them, which has it not, this has not been it's told. It's not a no. 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 So I'm still, I'm still holding on hope. So who knows, guys? Maybe next year we might get uh, David Byrne, Richard Kine, Ira Glass, or Jeff Daniels. Who knows? Yeehaw. I know, yeah. we, I know we joked at one point about trying to get Alan Alda. I still have the contact page up on my laptop. Uh, I after the holidays. I know the problem is if that one, if like if in some crazy universe where that one actually happened, like I there, well, I would just hijack the show from you. I'm like, no, Matt, you you're on you're on break this week. I am interviewing Alan Alda. (laughs) Speaking of break, so let's talk about the rest of the season. So we are going to take this break, and we're going to be back in 21. With more episodes, yeah. with we don't, uh, we're in terms of a new host. Uh, uh, we're not that ready. Ain't, yet. That ain't happening yet. <laughs> oh yeah, we I we I know we said maybe by the beginning of the year we might have a new host, but uh, it, it, the world still sucks right now. And we have no. We're until until the pandemic is done and we can actually record in yeah. person. Um, it's not worth it, really. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, we're not even gonna think about that right now. It, it, yeah, eventually it'll happen, but yep. for the foreseeable future, still, it's just gonna be Matt running the show and me um, editing it and doing little bits with Matt in the intros yeah. and outros, <laughs> and Connor just jumping in whenever she feels like it. Yeah, with my By diet, gluten free water. Gluten. That's wait, a thing. What? That's not a real thing. I mean, isn't all water gluten gluten free? (laughs) Speaking of free, so the holidays are coming up, and uh, and uh, everyone gets a free copy of this episode underneath your seats. Um, Check out your seats. So, Connor, last Christmas you went to New Zealand, and you totally just kicked our asses when it comes to holiday plans. Uh, How are you going to top us this year? By having a virtual Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought also first, you're you're like Connor. Last Christmas, you gave me your heart, and the very, very next, next day, day you gave it away. This, this year, seven tears. I'll give it to someone special. What about you, Griffin? What are you doing this holiday? Um sleeping yeah i'm i'm sleeping and and sleeping what about you matthew i'm just going into hibernation i feel that 
I uh, I'm gonna be working at the hashtag local Walgreens. Yeehaw. Hashtag local Walgreens. It, yep. Been wow. there for three years, baby. Still going strong. No, it sucks. I hate that job. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Walgreens. No, and, and we won't we won't now. Oh man, what if Walgreens wanted to sponsor us, but you ruined it? Why would they sponsor us? I don't know. Just be because open to me. possibilities, Matt. I, I guess so. You know, I'm, I I was talking to my manager because the vaccine, when it comes to Walgreens, I, it's going to be like Black Friday for like the foreseeable future when it comes. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. You, but do you know what I can't wait for, y'all? Time for three, the improvised version. Alrighty, yep. Oh, are we already at that? Probably. I, I mean, if there's anything else you want to talk about, Griffin, I don't really... I don't know. Did we have... Were there any guests we didn't talk about? Did we do everyone? We didn't talk about Taylor. Oh, wait. I, okay. I can say something about the Taylor episode, which oh, is good. when Matt decided that he wanted to use an Avril Lavigne <laughs> song <laughs> in the out... Which I... Which I had been led to believe was some sort of like request from Taylor or something. And then I actually listened to the interview and it's like, Oh no, Matt just, Matt just really wanted to put it in. And I remember thinking like, is this like, is this okay we're, that we're using like licensed music <laughs> on well, our show? I, um, and, then, and then, and then I was just like, ah, eh, fuck it. Well, we only used about, eight seven seconds of it yeah which I, I think was i think we used like a small enough sample of the of the song that it's not also like avril lavigne's not gonna come sue she, us she she does she doesn't know who we are yeah yeah so we use complicated we also use music from carl Houck. we did that was that was interesting um really i actually i actually did really like those those songs that we use aren't they good songs we we did more episodes than we promised i think we promised 10 but we did like what 12 13 yes. well we got into a little bit of a scheduling snafu yeah. um we were supposed to do 10 or and then we were like well what if we did 10 and then this sort of wrap up that we do with connor will be episode 11 mm-hmm. yeah and that was the plan for a while and then what happened it was we were trying to get Jonathan scheduled, yeah. Um, but it it just it didn't end up happening by the time that we would have needed it to happen to get the episode out right. in a week. So yeah. Matt basically on the fly pulled out Daniel as a guest, who I wanted was... to have on, who I wanted to have on already. Anyway, so yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, because that that was one was just very easy to schedule around. I'm imagining. And then I yeah. think right after that is when Jonathan did get back to you and was like, "Yes, let's do it this day." Um, so we ended up with. So now this will be episode twelve. Yeah. Um, it, it was. <laughs> it was literally like an hour after I recorded with Daniel that he emailed me back. I know, and we were trying to, like, because usually in our outros, we'll announce, like, 
who the next week's guest is, but because yeah. we didn't have Jonathan confirmed yet, we we were like scrambling to be like, okay, I guess we, we just have to cut it out. We just won't say anything because mm-hmm. uh-huh. we can't we can't announce Jonathan Barry when he yeah. still hasn't gotten back I'm to back. Matt yet. <laughs> we were doing so well with the scheduling. Like for the first five, we were well ahead. Yeah, we were way on top of it. Um, and then and the, and then I we all I just got busy. Yeah, yeah, it happens. yeah, that shit happens. Well, it, it, it we happens. were getting it, we were getting closer to the holidays, and it's harder to like reach people. Yeah. Um, during that time, this time we're still in this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, right. but luckily, I have a list of people who I want to have on, who were on the list at the beginning. So we won't hopefully with the eight episodes we have left, we won't have that yeah, issue. Yeah, we got we. We we meant to do ten in the fall. We ended up doing y'all. Got, y'all y'all so got now we only have more. to do eight later. <laughs> it's a holiday miracle. Yeah, right. Do you All know right. what's gonna be a holiday miracle? This uh, time, time for three. For three. Time for three. Um, so, so wait, Connor did did you find the document? I could not find it. All right, then it's definitely gone. Just, just start a new one. Yeah, we, no, we might as well. Have to. Yeah. All right, how are so we gonna I'll, do this? So I'll ask a question for Connor. Connor will ask a question to Griffin. Griffin will ask a question to me. Okay. I know we. I'm, you guys want to do, are you guys okay with three minutes? Yeah, that's, isn't that what we usually do? Yeah. yeah. So now we're all just improving these. <laughs> yep. This, so, is, this has now become an improv exercise. It really has been for like five weeks. Yeah. Okay. Connor, and this, by the way, this could be any, it could be holiday, it could yeah. be general. I'm going to start and right. think of stuff. You, who wants to start? Do you want, you want me to start? You, uh, want to start, you, you start, Matt. No, you can start. Okay. Here we go. Time for three. In three, two, one, go. Besides this podcast, what podcast do you recommend? My life. Uh, Griffin, <laughs> are you Mr. White Christmas or Mr. Green Christmas? Oh, uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm Mr. Green Christmas. Um, Matt, what is the best Christmas song? Or just holiday Santa, song. Santa Claus is coming to town. This the uh, Bruce Springsteen version. Mm. Connor, favorite holiday special. Uh, my life. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Are you just as a joke? My no. Life for all no, of as them? a joke. Omg, the Grinch Christmas special was a hoot. Um, <laughs> Griffin, what's your shoe size? Uh, Thirteen men's. I got big feet. Uh, Matt, who is the best Muppet? uh kermit uh connor favorite peanuts character oh lucy uh griffin check-in or carry-on carry-on i hate checking bags i i try to avoid it like the plague um matt are uh rock or roll (laughs) roll connor rock papers or scissors Rock. <laughs> Griffin. <laughs> favorite Jackbox game. Ooh, um the fake in it. Ooh, yeah. Because it's fun to lie. Yeah. Um Matt, what's your favorite piece of furniture? Oh, I like a nice little coffee table. Oh, I was trying to get you to say the leg lamp right behind you. <laughs> oh, it was it was either that or the love seat. I couldn't think of one. Okay. Uh, Con- Connor, which TV revival do you want to bring back? Oh, goddamn. 
the classic OG SpongeBob. The real Sponge, the SpongeBob that's on now is not SpongeBob. Uh, Griffin, hot chocolate or cold chocolate? Well, hot chocolate. Yes, hot chocolate. Um, uh, Matt, Batman or Superman? Soups. Connor, if you had to have dinner with someone, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, 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 my dad. <laughs> um, Griffin, are your socks and underwear in the same drawer? Uh, they're not in a drawer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they're just kind of sprawled all over the place. I'm very messy. Um... <laughs> Oh, I forgot what question I was going to ask Matt. Ten seconds. Uh, uh, Matt, what's your favorite movie? Uh, March the Penguins. Con- Connor, uh, make a... <laughs> what? That's how, that's how we play. That's how we play. That's how we play. Oh, did we run out of time? <laughs> we did. We did. Oh, I was not expecting you to say March of the... <laughs> That just came out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Wow. Is that actually your favorite movie? I have never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You better see it, Matt. I I heard (laughs) it's your favorite movie. (laughs) It's it's like my brother's favorite movie is Back to the Future, but he's never seen Back to the Future. What? What? Yeah, he's, he's weird. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, wait, what's your like, actual favorite movie? I like Zodiac, but I, people think that's weird because it's based on, this, on a serial killer. Hey, they're interesting. I, yeah. don't know. I wouldn't know. I've never seen Zodiac. I've not seen it either. It, so. It's it's long. It's it's nearly three hours long. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, oh, man, but it moves quick. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. All right. And it's on Netflix. That's like early Jake Gyllenhaal posts alcoholism, Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo and some fantastic mutton chops. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So, folks, this was the holiday special. Ho, ho, uh, ho. That you That's didn't know. A bottle you, of rum. Yeah, the holiday special you didn't know you wanted, but the, the holiday special you, you, uh, you kind of needed. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin, where can people uh, find this show? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Parents Proud Podcast, or you can also do my favorite thing, which is send us an email, parentsproudpodcast at gmail.com. It is, it is a, a legendary email. There, there will be songs written about this email. Right. And you can listen to our show at uh, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Podcasts, uh, all over. So uh, you have 30 episodes to enjoy. Yeah, for the next Connor, where can people find you? You can find me in my house. You can find me with under, a mouse. With a, yeah, I was thinking, yep. <laughs> in a box with a fox. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jgcbrown97. That's probably the best place to find me. I'm also right. on TikTok, I guess. But who? Oh, I guess that's yeah. During quarantine, I got a TikTok, and oh my god, help me! What's 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 the TikTok account? Some people can follow you. 
I think it's the same. JGC Brown, 97. 97. I'm pretty sure. If it's not, well, sorry, folks. <laughs> then you can never find Connor you Brown. You can never find me. And you can find me at mshoof251 on Instagram. And uh, follow uh, Zoom in the Movies, or I'll be on it. And Connor, we should probably, or Griffin, we should probably get you on one of those pretty soon. I'm going to the movies. We're going to zoom like, to the movies. I enjoy, I don't, I don't watch movies. I only watch films. Oh, you prestigious film snob, you. Wow. <laughs> I uh, do, that's, that's a complete lie. I, I don't watch films. I only watch movies. I was going to say, they just did Die Hard, and I thought of you. I'm like, why weren't you part of that? Didn't they do SpongeBob? I mean, I, and I do like, I do like Die Hard. It was not SpongeBob, so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> they did. I, they've done Family Guy I, and Seinfeld. I haven't. E- I never even like put my name on. But still, they should have cast me. How dare they not even think about me? Even though I don't even mention them. Well, what? wait. Come, come, grab me when they do uh, Indiana Jones. You would think they would do it by now, but I guess. Not. Listen, if they're doing Minions, I can do all the Minions for them. Ah, perfecto. If they do. If they do uh, uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, I can, like, I already know most of the lines by heart. And on and that I, note, folks. And I can, do a Palpatine, I can do a Palpatine voice. Do it. Is, it, do is it. that on your, is that on your that. resume? No, but it should be. It Jerry should be. Kenobi. And on that note, folks, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We will happy see holidays. you next year. I am Matthew Schufrider. This is Griffin McCorgill. This is a very special Connor Brown down there. We will see Griffin and I will see you down there. Is that a? Are you making fun of Connor's height? No, no. I'm talking about the box. Wow, I'm so offended. Yeah. Look, just my box, my house, my mouth. Look, Matt. Just because you and me are, you know, two freakish giants. I still love that picture of all of us wearing Bob Ross, and it's like, and weep, you, whop, weep. right? Yeah, and your shirt, and that's not even your shirt. That's no, Griffin's not. shirt, and it's like three yes. times. <laughs> yes, because I have two Bob Ross shirts. Remember that Facebook event I made of like to be like New Zealand, yes, <laughs> New Zealand, yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> that was great. That's, Wait, that's did great. we ask? Maybe you guys already did this before. I showed up. Did we ask the question? Oh, oh no! But the whole, you know, the whole basis for this show. No, but don't we usually all ask each other for these ones? Isn't that what we do? I think so. Yeah, but we haven't done it, have we? No. Hey, so we Connor, need to get hey, oh, so we should do hey, it. Let's do it. Hey, Connor, are your parents proud of you? Yes, yes, they are. Griffin, are yeah. your parents proud of you? Y- yes. Uh, Matt, are your parents proud of you? I'll let you know after December 25th. Oh, right. <laughs> Just say yes, man. It's a cliffhanger. Just... On that note, see y'all yeah. later. All right. Yes. Goodbye, yes. everybody. Yes, next yes they are. They are proud of you. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Happy holidays. Wear a mask. Be safe, Please. all. We'll catch you next time. Bye.